This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Take It or Leave It. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, and I apologize for the late, 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 late um, addition to the show. I have been having internet issues all day. Apparently, they are working um, on some stuff in my area, and it has been affecting my internet all day long. Um, so I'm hoping <laughs> that it stays on long enough. Give me about 10 minutes so I can get this um this episode up because we're actually going to do something real fun today, y'all. I'm actually going to, I'll, I'll be honest with y'all. I have not prepared anything. Um, I'm actually going to build a same game parlay for the Vikings and the Eagles game while I'm recording, right? So all I did, I just hit record. We're going to recap our plays from last night in the MLB, which was, ugh. yeah, MLB has not been kind to us as of late. Um, it's been, it has been kind of brutal. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, but you know what? We, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna jump into it, y'all. We gonna, we gonna jump into the spots and we're gonna go with that. All right. So, so jumping back into our MLB plays yesterday, definitely not a good day. Okay. Definitely not a good day. So we did go two and four yesterday on our MLB plays. The, um, so the ones that did hit in one particular game, we had the Pittsburgh Pirates over the Washington Nationals. Um, we took the Pirates yesterday. I believe it was at minus minus one thirty or minus one thirty six, right around that area. And we also had Jack Suwinski to record an RBI because he had been doing that very consistently. So we took that, um, and they did in fact win the game, and he did get his RBI. So shout out to Jack Suwinski. All right. The other game that we had, we also had the Oakland Athletics because, like I said, prior to the this game, um, the Athletics had beaten, you know, the the Astros. And I'm thinking, and I did say it on the show yesterday. This is probably the situation where, hey, are we going to get the bounce back version of the Astros, or are we going to get another duplicate of what that game initially was? Where at least, I mean, although the the Athletics had won the night before, I wasn't expecting them to necessarily win, but I wanted the game to, to stay close. But that is not what happened. Um, the Astros came out early, four straight runs in the third inning, the bottom of the third inning. And um, they initially, I mean, they essentially won the game six to two. Um, the Athletics only scored their first two runs at the top of the ninth. And that was it for the game for them. Um, so, of course, you know, it actually could have been worse. Had they allowed the Astros to get their bats up at the bottom of the night, but y'all know how baseball is. If you're up, it's over. Okay. So um, that is how that did in fact go yesterday. And then also we had the Milwaukee Brewers plus one and a half on the run line against the Miami Marlins Brewers playing at home. We took this at minus 194. So obviously even the books agreed that this should have happened, right? Sorry. Woo. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. Um, hey, man. Hey, 
I, I, I got to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had the Milwaukee Brewers minus 194 plus one and a half on the run line. Um, and they actually lost the game to zip. So they got shut out. But how you get shut out by a team only scores two runs, right? Like you don't even score one. Like you don't, like you have nine straight innings. You're at home. You have a lot of firepower on your side and you don't manage. And, and the Marlins are not even this this mind-blowing, amazing team, right? Like, if you think about top five teams in the league right now, most people are not, even if they're being biased, let's just say the, Mar the Marlins are their favorite team. Most people are not going to mention or even think about the Marlins in that conversation. So to lose like that, and not to say they didn't get blown out, but it's, bro, you can't at least put up a run, not one, you know? So all we needed was one run, and our, our bet would have hit with that right there. Um, but, of course, that did not happen. We also had um, the Braves and Phillies series, man. I really like that game, that series, because like I said, the Braves are a really good team. Um, you know, they definitely clinched the playoffs and everything already. And um, so I said, you know what? Let's just jump into the two guys on either side who've been absolutely consistent, which is Matt Olson for the Braves and Trey Turner for the Phillies. Now, we obviously could have through Ronald Acuna in there as well, who has been on fire as of late as well. But I went with Matt Olson as well as obviously Trey Turner on the other side for individual RBIs. And and would you think about it the way that I did? Matt Olson didn't do a thing. Trey Turner didn't do a thing. So we had a we had a tough day in that in that game. We had a tough day with MLB. Um, MLB is, is one of those things, man. It's, it's very hard to predict, especially player props, because these guys, man, it takes so much for one player to be able to pull off this one thing, which is why I think for me going back to just sticking to run lines and money lines only, I think that's probably where I'm going to go back to probably, um, maybe next week sometime when it comes to MLB. But other than that, that that's yeah that's that's what we, that's what we're gonna stick with y'all that's what we're gonna stick with all right so listen like i told you i got i i'm going to build a same game parlay for the vikings and the eagles right now on the show as it's happening we're gonna i'm gonna just throw out my favorite plays you can you can combine them as a parlay if you would like to, or you can just pick individual spots that you agree with, or you want to fade those individual spots, and you can use those as well. So without further ado, let's get right on into these plays. All right, first play of the day, and what I'm thinking, I think Justin Jefferson has a bounce back game tonight. Think about the first game, right? Think about the first game when they played, um, playing against the Chicago Bears, I believe it was. And I could be wrong. I, I can't I can't remember specifically who to play. All I know is they did not they didn't do a thing. They did not do a thing. And all you saw was Justin Jefferson sitting on the sidelines, looking just absolutely distraught on one of the little benches on the side. The entire team knows they have to be better. He has to be better. He has to run better routes. Kirk Cousins has to find him. They have to create separation. You Hawkinson's got to move around. They have to make something happen this week. And obviously the Eagles, you know, who who went to the Super Bowl last year, they can't play around with the Eagles tonight. They cannot, right? So in order for the Vikings to stay competitive in this game, Justin Jefferson has to be a part of that. They are not going to win this game without Justin Jefferson being a part of that offense. And yes, I know the Eagles have some, some good corners and stuff, but 
they're not as strong in the secondary as they were last season. Okay. So the way I see it, give me a Justin Jefferson touchdown. And here's why, even if the, the Vikings are winning, it's probably because of Justin Jefferson. If the Vikings are losing, you're going to need Justin Jefferson to come back. So I think the game script either way fits Justin Jefferson regardless. And if they get down to the, the 10, the five, yes, of course they can run the ball, you know, with Madison, but I like Justin Jefferson creating some separation and getting a touchdown tonight. So we're going with that. And then speaking of which, so we're going to take that one, like I mentioned, obviously with Justin Jefferson, and that's actually plus 115. So I like the value on that spot right there. Okay. So what I'm going to do, let's jump into the rushing props today. So the line on Alexander Madison rushing yards is under 49 and a half. You know what? I'm actually going to stick with the under on that tonight. So I like that at minus 130. I think that's a good spot there for him. Um, I think the Eagles will stack the box a lot more um, for him tonight. And um, because of course, I mean, it's really just like him, like he's, he's, you know, of course, Dalvin Cook is no longer there. So I think they're going to have to pass the ball a lot more to remain competitive in this game. I don't think they'll be rushing it as much. And I know, listen, we know running backs can get a huge chunk on one play, right? And of course, it's always a risk. But I think I'm going with the under here. Based on the script that I see in my head, I'm going to take the under on Alexander Madison tonight, under 49 and a half rushing yards. But on the other side, I'm actually going to take DeAndre Swift. I'm going to take him over, over 35 and a half rushing yards at minus 110. I like this spot here for Swift. I think it makes a whole lot of sense to me. Um, he is one of those guys. Now, mind you, he's one of those guys who can... He can catch passes in the backfield. We saw that in Detroit, but of course he can rush the ball as well. Okay. So I like this spot for, for Swift over 35 and a half rushing yards. And then sticking with the rushing yards, I'm actually going to go also with Jalen Hurts over 48 and a half rushing yards. I think he's, he's one of those guys, obviously extremely explosive. He can get that all in one play if he really gets away from him. Um, and I think because of the way this game is going to be set up, I like the fact that he will have the opportunity to move up a little bit more. And now here's another rushing one that I, that I like tonight. We're going Kirk cousins over three and a half rushing yards. The reason I say this is because in, in the process of the Eagles stacking that box, I think they're going to throw some blitzes at Kirk cousins. And I think he's going to have to, at least in one moment in this game tonight, he's going to have to use his legs to get a first down. And I like over three and a half rushing yards. I think this, this is a very small total. It's not going to take a whole lot to make it happen. So let's go Kirk cousins, get out the pocket, get us four yards at least and make it happen. All right. And let's jump into the receiving yards. Let's do, let's see here. So we got Justin Jefferson over 95 and a half. That's a pretty high total, but of course, I do think he can get it. Um, Dallas Goddard, I don't know if they didn't even target him last week. And that that kind of really threw me off. Where's where's TJ? You know what? Let's do this. Let's jump. Let's take TJ Hawkinson tonight over 48 and a half receiving yards. He is liked by a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, of course, going back to like his Detroit days as well. Um I think TJ Hawkinson is one of the more consistent um, tight ends in, in the football league, right? In, in, in football. And I think, like I said, going back to last year, there's only a few guys that you could really rely on to pick up some yards. I know, you know, obviously with, you know, Travis Kelsey and, and, and George Kittle and Mark Andrews, like these are the guys who, you know, you are pretty consistent, but there are that second tier of, of guys 
um, that you could really look at from like Dallas Goddard and Hunter Henry and, and, you know, for the Patriots, there's a couple guys that you can look at. TJ Hawkinson is on that second tier, but he does have some days where he can lead most tight ends. Let's just say this was a Sunday. He's one of those guys who could be one of the top receivers. And I think that's how it's going to be tonight here, because I know most of the most of the defensive um, pressure will be on Justin Jefferson. The Eagles will hone in on him specifically. Now, I still think he scores a touchdown, but I don't think he's going to get as many yards. So I think that'll leave TJ Hawkinson a lot more of an opportunity in the middle of the field to get some yards. So like I said before, let's just jump into the plays here. Justin Jefferson, touchdown score, Alexander Madison under 49 and a half rushing yards. DeAndre Swift over 35 and a half rushing yards. Jalen Hurts over 48 and a half rushing yards. Kirk Cousins over three and a half rushing yards. And TJ Hawkinson over 48 and a half receiving yards. Now, if you decide to put all those things together, um, you're going to get a parlay of plus 4,200. I like that spot. I think it makes a lot of sense in my opinion. So I'm going to rock with it tonight, y'all. I'm going to rock with it and we'll see if we win us some money. So that's all I got for you guys today. Listen, um, good luck tonight. Hopefully things work out a little bit better. If you guys decide to play these spots as singles, good luck. Like I tell you guys all the time, man, you got two options. You take it or leave it. I catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.